Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. Before we do the start of something new, I actually want to go into straight into our podcast ritual, Ken, uh, where we talk about one notable movie or TV show we watched in the last week. So what did you watch uh, this past week, Ken? Well, I want to test your memory a little bit, you know, us talking about season one. I mean, this being our finale and all, uh, Jeremy, uh, I'm sure you remember uh, several episodes back when we talked about um, Parasite. It's, uh, I guess, the Oscar winner for um, Best Picture in 2020. Well, I noticed that a another nominee... Uh, from that whole best picture category was uh, on HBO Max, and I ended up watching Jojo Rabbit for the first time. Oh, nice! Yeah, I yeah. Seen that movie, surprisingly. Yeah, I remember. I remember you uh, told me that you had seen it when we were talking about which of the um, nominees that you had seen, and I was actually surprised, pleasantly surprised, I should say, of how many movies that you did see and. And when I saw it was available on HBO Max, I was like, oh, it, it, I was like, dude, I got to watch it, even though it's like really late. Um, I was surprised that, uh, not, well, surprised just for me, just because, you know, I have a tendency to fall asleep during movies, especially when if I start a movie too late. I ended up watching the movie without any problems. It was completely entertaining. Uh, There's one thing that I did want to mention. I am so glad that I didn't read any of the descriptions or previews for this, uh, for this movie, because man, I read the one I, uh, on IMDb and it's such a huge spoiler. What did it say? I actually don't want to read it because uh, for oh. those of you that want to watch Jojo rabbit, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. So no spoilers here. Um, I will say that uh, Roman, I want to say it's Roman or Roman Griffin Davis, the child actor who plays Jojo um, does an amazing job carrying the film. Uh, he's so likable during the movie. Um, and also, I mean, for fans of the MCU or fans of Game of Thrones or, you know, just kind of that whole genre, the supporting cast shows some very familiar faces like Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell from Iron Man 2, our favorite, uh, one of our favorite villains, <laughs> uh, Hammer Tech, Justin Hammer. Um, and then uh, Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones, uh, Rebel Wilson. I mean, you've seen her in like some comedies. And then obviously Taika Watiti, who uh, directed the film. Um, dude, Taika <laughs> Taika's character was so funny. Um, you say right who 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 he played? <laughs> no, I don't even want to say that, man. Uh, really? you know, in my notes, I say okay, don't mention who he plays because that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, all I say is that Taika's character can be very polarizing for obvious reasons. Uh, again, no spoilers. Uh, but I just thought he was just absolutely hilarious in the movie. I, I enjoyed Taika's um, kind of a cameo, but I mean, he, it's kind of a recurring cameo. He, he appears in the movie several times. And so uh, all that to say, I love Jojo Rabbit. Um, I, I'm, I'm wondering why I didn't watch it earlier. Yeah, it's a really good movie, man. Like when I watched it, I just remember watching it just on my laptop, and I was like, "Man, I wish I watched this in theaters." It, it's one of those movies that it's super light, and it's Taika with TD's like humor, and I yeah. think that humor is just 
so good. It's so funny. And like the comedic timing of everything and everyone, the whole supporting cast is hilarious. Right. You know, after after we get done recording this podcast, read the IMDb uh, d- description and you'll be like, oh, dude, that's hella spoilerific. <laughs> Freaking IMDb, man. I know. Exactly. But um, uh, what was the movie or TV show that you wanted to share? So I watched a Paul Verhoeven movie. You know, he directed RoboCop and Total Recall, one of my favorite Arnold movies. Uh, I, this week, I actually watched for the first time Starship Troopers. Really? Oh, man. That's actually an underrated movie. It's pretty. I liked it anyway. Yeah. I was going to ask you, have you seen it before? But it it has that Paul Verhoeven style and satire humor mm. for sure. Oh, and the gore. <laughs> you know me, man. It's like when they had this crazy action uh, with a lot of blood and gore and all that stuff. It, it, that intrigues me on the surface level. But when you have like the satire humor and all the uh, kind of symbolism uh, of the movie, that could be kind of off-putting. But at the same time, you know, since it's Paul Verhoeven, he's doing it in a um, in a humorous way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's sati- very satirical and yeah. So uh, when I was doing research about the movie, it was like people didn't like it at the time, 1997. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like this movie is like blatant. I, um, I don't know. I don't get how people didn't see the, the message of the movie. Maybe they wanted to see it at like face value of, Oh, there's these soldiers fighting aliens, but mm-hmm. if you, just look a little bit past that. It's a it's a genius movie, I think. Yeah, I I thought it was entertaining, and uh, I think you'll appreciate this next comment that I'm about to um, make. Um, four years after Starship Troopers was made, a uh, relatively small video game called Halo Combat <laughs> Evolved uh, was created, and I remember. When I was uh, playing Halo uh, Combat Evolved uh, for the first time, it actually reminded me of a little bit of Starship Star, uh, Starship Troopers. I can see that comparison, man. Even just like their weapons has a kind of that alien esque uh, from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ridley Scott, and obviously that I feel like all those elements go into Halo. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> it's like the over over the top Marines. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> very similar Woo-hoo! you know when you jump uh the warthog <laughs> yeah you got, you got marines in the in the warthog yeah man so i i enjoyed starship troopers i thought like if you if you hadn't seen the movie but obviously you have i would have said oh yeah season two i'll show ken starship troopers but you've already seen it so it's a good one though yeah Oh no! I you know what? It's been a while since I've seen it though. Um, I should probably go. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Actually, uh, where did you stream it? I watched it on Tubi TV with ads because I was about. I, it was on Netflix for the longest time, and then when I finally decided to watch it, it's not on Netflix. Oh jeez. Okay. And you checked all the other ones like Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, you know what? I'll. I'll let fate decide um, when I watch it. Whenever, whenever I see it available somewhere, I'll, I'll go see it for sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it jumps on Netflix again. You know, fairly soon. 
Last week, we talked about Wonder Woman 1984. We had uh, my brother on the show, and I I have to say we were all three of us were fairly mixed on the movie. There was some good stuff. There was some bad stuff. Uh, But when we were talking about Wonder Woman 2017, not not the actual, that's not the title of the movie. That's just when it came out. (laughs) Um, We kind of agreed that like that movie was much better than Wonder Woman 1984, uh, which led to the question, who is your favorite female superhero? Because I feel like, at least for me, Wonder Woman, that movie, uh, definitely pumped up Wonder Woman in my ranking of uh, best female superheroes. So we ran that poll last week. Uh, What were the poll results, Ken? Okay, so, well, um, well, the, I guess the choices of your favorite female superhero were these. It was Wonder Woman, obviously. Uh, we tossed in Black Widow, Captain Marvel, and then we actually threw in a uh, write-in, uh, Other. So um, whoever you wanted to just write in as your favorite female superhero, uh, we left it open-ended for uh, for all of you, the audience. And so uh, the results came back, and... Wonder Woman actually came out on top. Uh, she ended up with 40% of the vote. And actually, there was a surprise two-way tie for second place. Uh, Black Widow, um, that's not the surprise. But she was actually tied with a write-in vote, Scarlet Witch. I mean, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised considering that Disney Plus just released uh, the first two episodes of season one of uh, WandaVision. Uh, but yeah, it was actually um, pretty pumped that we got some riding votes for uh, Scarlet Witch because uh, that's actually the one uh, female superhero that I mentioned on last week's podcast as my favorite. So, yeah, did, were you able to actually check out WandaVision first two episodes? I did. I did. I was tempted to mention that in the. Uh, I was actually going to mention it in, in passing, uh, in in the ritual or whatever. But I kind of wanted to save that maybe for. Um, Maybe for season two, but we'll see. Uh, especially, I think around season two, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be out. So mm. uh, maybe we kind of have a little section for that, but we'll see. But um, I just kind of on a random tangent, I thought it was kind of refreshing. Um, the first two episodes is completely different than what we've uh, grown accustomed to in the first three phases of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, in a way, I, uh, when I was finished with the second episode, I was like, man, that was completely different. Um, didn't really need to know that much prior stuff. To, if you just jumped straight in into this show, you would think, yeah, something's off. But, And that's what's the, I guess, the the magic about it right now is that something really feels off. There's like this tension throughout the whole show because, you know, it's it's kind of too too goofy too good to be true and you know something's um a little bit scary happening behind all the curtains of this this sitcom type show i think that was the cool part about it no i agree i think something obviously in the background is definitely going to happen it'll reveal itself eventually obviously um it's i feel like it's going to get real dark and in a hurry too when whenever the re- reveal does happen when it, you know whatever that is obviously no spoilers no speculation here mhm yeah for sure net no spoilers but i have to say 
I kind of wish that there was more stuff revealed, but then again, I almost see it as uh, a long movie rather than it being a series. That's what it kind of feels like to me, even though it's uh, in, in that sitcom style. They're almost portraying it as like a movie. That's at least how I feel. I feel like uh, in the next couple of weeks, they're going to start uh, revealing more stuff. I feel like, uh, you know, especially with Disney releasing two episodes on opening day, they just kind of wanted to give us like some of the some of these breadcrumbs uh, that were left over after, especially after Avengers Endgame. And uh, I mean, there was such a long hiatus with Marvel content. It was, it's like the what 2020 was the first year besides 2009 where there was like no Marvel stuff that came out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's 2020 was a dark year for for Marvel content for sure. Yeah, so uh, I'm definitely looking forward to what we have in store in the upcoming episodes, especially this coming Friday. Yeah, uh, well. If you want to participate in uh, our polls, we'll have it on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Weekly Real. So we have that happening every Tuesday. So go check that out on our social media. Today, we're going to be talking about a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. I didn't know. It's like, did I did I like this movie? Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> and that High School Musical, 2006. Shoot, man. High School Musical. That was like... 15 years now. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I saw the thing on Disney Plus that they were celebrating their 15th anniversary. Well, what a coincidence because High School Musical is about a popular high school athlete and an academically gifted girl who get roles in the school musical and develop a friendship that threatens East High's status quo. Oh, man, Ken. So this, thro- this throws me back to 2006. I was maybe nine or ten years old. <laughs> I was definitely the target target demographic, probably me and maybe a little bit older, like uh, preteens, right? It's probably that that that, that demographic. So it, I definitely was on that high school musical wave when those movies were coming out. Yeah, maybe uh, your brother. I think your brother was in high school during that time. Yeah, he was in high school. Maybe you know. Uh, I don't know if he was into it as much as I was because uh, I don't know. He was probably playing like Halo or something, Halo 2. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Watching Spider-Man 2 <laughs> before Sp- the Spider-Man 3 debacle happened. Oh, that's right. They came out in 07. Oh, jeez. So, Ken, in 2006, did you hear about High School Musical? I knew of it on the periphery. Um, I mean, Disney Channel wasn't something that I watched back then. (laughs) I think uh, prior to 2006, the only time I really watched uh, Disney Channel was when um, Jeremy would stop uh, by the house and watch Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or Disney Channel. Uh, But bear in mind that he was still in... Maybe not even in kindergarten. He he was probably like five or six during that time. Um, And so obviously I just, I'm like, yeah, watch whatever you want to watch, man. (laughs) But yeah, um, wasn't watching Disney Channel. So definitely was not on my radar during that time. Mm, So when I mentioned High School Musical last week, did you have any like expectations going into the film? How kind of um, 
very TV movie it was, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? Honestly, I had absolutely no expectations. I mean, uh, your your episode preview last week totally went over my head. Um, I will confess that after I watched High School Musical for this episode, this podcast episode, I actually went back to listen to that part and I was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. I'm like, okay, I get the references now. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, you know, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't really watch any Disney Channel, didn't really watch um, a trailer. I don't even know if it even had a trailer or like, <laughs> or like a teaser or something like that. Um, so basically, I was going off of your episode preview last week and uh, pretty much was just going off of the title. So I figured, you know, the, the setting was in high school and it was a musical. <laughs> I, I, I read on IMDb, like the trivia that they have there, it was supposed to be like a, a sequel spinoff thing to Grease. Oh, but then yeah. I saw it that. Into high school musical. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually read that uh, high school musical was really a working title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they just ended up going with the working title <laughs> like screw it good enough <laughs> <laughs> oh man so this movie when when it came out i have to admit because we went to the same elementary school obviously at different eras right. but when this movie came out it was so weird they made us watch uh one of the songs is uh we're all in this together right the very end song we we sang that for a performance one day at school. Interesting. And that was very interesting. So th that's one of the memories I have with this movie. It's a very weird memory. I felt very uncomfortable singing that song specifically. Because, you know, in the movie, they're, they're having this huge choreography. Everyone's doing all that stuff. All their crazy flipping around. But... When we sang it, you know, the type of school that we had, we don't allow dancing, right? <laughs> so we're, right. we're literally standing there like a church choir <laughs> singing, we're all in this together. <laughs> and I, I like this movie, but why is this happening? <laughs> That's that's a very strange choice. Uh, was was this uh, the same year that it came out, like in 06, or was it a little after? I don't know. I, I would have to say it's probably the same year because I think we watched the movie in school for some reason. There was no relevance to any of the subjects that we had, but we just watched it on a projector one day. And then later on, I don't know, in that school year, we performed some of the songs in a in a, in a performance, I I didn't have a solo. By the way, I was not Troy <laughs> for sure. So no Gabriella, huh? <laughs> no, yeah, we're we're just all standing there, super super stiff, like a church choir. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> it's a weird choice, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so now that you got a chance to watch the movie, is there any like initial thoughts? Or anything from right after watching it? Yeah, you know what? The first one that immediately jumped in my mind, <laughs> jumped in my mind was that uh, I completely forgot that on last week's preview, after you know we were kind of talking about it, 
I forgot that you mentioned that this was actually a Disney Channel original. And so I, I was thrown off by some of these quick uh, fade, fade out and fade ins. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> there was supposed to be commercials. So it really threw me off. I forgot this was supposed to be like a TV movie. So um, that was the first thing I, uh, that I noticed right away. Uh, the second thing that I wanted to kind of bring up is that yeah the acting was pretty bad at times and yeah you know what the sing the the singing and the songs were actually solid i I thought they were pretty good um and the story itself was kind of all over the place it wasn't really too consistent but i did want to mention that i did appreciate one of the themes uh within high school musical and that was actually brought up in that uh, cafeteria scene when they were talking to, uh, when they were singing the stick to the status quo. I mean, I, I like how you brought that into, you know, setting up the uh, the movie today. Um, I just thought that the lyrics were kind of a, a little bit weird. Yeah, I know that uh, they're telling each of the, I guess, their uh, classmates to stick to the status quo and um, to kind of stay in their own lane. But because they were singing that song um i actually appreciate it because really it should show young people uh that it's okay to like different things you know um just because you like sports doesn't mean that you can't like you know like baking like like uh was zeke Zeke, yeah yeah so uh i'm i i really appreciated that they brought that up because you know when you're when you're young and you're and you're that age you know, you're trying to, you know, find your own footing. You you kind of want to see what you do like, what, you know, what your interests are. And, um, you know, for some huge platform with Disney um, and everything to put it out there, it's like, hey, you know, don't be afraid to like different things. Just be yourself. I, I really did like that. Yeah, man, that I think that was one of the messages that I definitely saw this time watching it rather than me just watching the movie when I was like 10 years old, uh, just enjoying all the singing and dancing. But this time I was like, yeah, that's actually, this movie was actually getting kind of deep for deep for a second. And, but there was one thing that also, uh, I thought about when watching this movie was the expectations that it gave young girls and young boys that you're going to meet a Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens (laughs) in high school. (laughs) You know, I'm like 10 years old and it's like, oh yeah, you're going to meet um, a girl that looks like Vanessa Hudgens and super smart. And then you're also going to, for girls or guys, you're going to meet um, that that uh, that high school jock with a heart, you know, <laughs> that super into basketball, but he can sing. Yeah, uh, I, I it's funny that you mentioned that because that's actually the one of the uh, things that I actually talk about. That I, w- that I wanted to talk about on my next uh, on my last point actually uh but just since you mentioned it already um yeah it's it's, it's unrealistic that they found such a good looking cast uh, i kind of right. wish that they <laughs> i kind of wish that they added more regular looking people if that uh, if that's a thing i don't i don't know what that means and even though i said it just now um i mean even though it was a good looking cast on that first guilty pleasure movie that we were talking about in season one, mean girls, I felt like they did have um, a pretty diverse regular looking crowd. I think I thought they did a, 
okay job with that. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of attractive looking people in this movie. Yeah, like uh, Corbin Blue, who plays Chad, uh, Troy's best friend. I thought he was super old in this movie, but apparently he was like 17 in this movie, which is like the perfect age, I guess, to be casting for. And I'm like, dude, you do not look 17, <laughs> even though you are 17. I, I don't know what happened. Does he look like he aged? Um, have you looked at it, uh, a photo of him recently? Uh, not really. I don't think. I haven't really seen him in a while. Uh, one thing that I, one of the plot points of the movie, or one of the, yeah, the the plot of the movie isn't that crazy, right? We we were talking about that before we started recording. Like the plot of this movie, it's not crazy. It's high school. There's drama. Uh, Too deep. <laughs> yeah, and so when that scene comes up, where um. Uh, Chad and Taylor have come up with that plan to basically separate Troy and Gabriella into their specific groups, you know, to kind of turn against each other. How do you feel about, <laughs> uh, you know, Troy and Gabriella's friends pretty much at that point in time when that happened? I, I thought that was, that was messed up. That was kind of rough um, in that I, I was trying to think of like, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in high school, but I was trying to think of, if you know if that actually were like a realistic thing to happen um i mean that's really the only thing that i really thought of it was just mainly like it's kind of mean just because they were just talking you know like they just had that song really a little bit before that of that cafeteria song about you know it's okay to like certain things and and i feel like that should apply to hanging out with whoever you want I think, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that's like the same uh, along the same themes. Uh, it's OK to hang out with whoever you want, uh, just as long as you could be yourself. And so I don't know. I definitely wasn't a fan of that. Um, I mean, I feel like high school in general is just uh, can be rough. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this actually did happen in high schools, even, I guess, in 2021. Oh, one thing I want to mention is uh, their phones. Man, that threw me back, right? <laughs> their phone, like flip phones, and she has like some some type of BlackBerry keyboard phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, when they were taking the, was it the photos for their contacts in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. The fact that they had, uh, they didn't have a selfie camera, they had to turn it, uh, I guess, use the, the back-facing camera. Oh, there's only one camera, really. Yeah, one camera. Just kind Jeez. of a uh, kind of blind fire it too, you know. You remember those days where you don't even have, you can't see yourself in that camera. You're lucky enough to have that little that little mirror sticker thing that, <laughs> on the back of your phone, <laughs> right, for a selfie. Um, exactly, exactly. So definitely, that's um, some. There's some dated stuff in this. Maybe Zac Efron's hair, even. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you know that for majority of the movie? It's not Zach Efron singing. Uh, yeah, I, I found out that out after the fact. I kind of got the um, the feeling, though, just because it just seemed fairly obvious that he, they were lip syncing or he was lip syncing, I should say. Yeah, which is so weird because uh, now in hindsight, you, you've seen Zach Efron like sing and other stuff. Uh, so it's, it was a bit weird when you when he sings and then it's not his voice. You could kind of mm-hmm. tell. 
and in the sequels, actually, it's him. So it's it's weird for High School Musical two and three to actually be Zac Efron, but arguably like the best one, it's not. Yeah. Well, the the half-ass internet research that I did, the reason why they did that for the first one anyway is that the songs that he was singing, he didn't have the vocal range to actually hit the the high notes, and uh, maybe they were more mindful of that in the uh, the sequels where they were just trying to come up with songs within his range. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, because uh, I mentioned Starship Troopers in the beginning, but I actually also watched High School Musical 2, <laughs> basically <laughs> right after uh, watching High School Musical 1. And you can see they got a um, kind of a bigger budget. You can see like their, their camera angles are better, very less TV movie. <laughs> I mean, it's still a TV movie, but it, it just looks better, I think. Uh, High School Musical 2 compared to 1. And yeah, just Zach Efron actually just singing. I think the choreography is actually more complex in the second one also. There's some pretty good dance moves in this one, but I feel like in the second one, they they go a little bit more creative. I think because of the probably more time to film, bigger budget. So High School Musical 2... I would have this. There's some cringy stuff in that, though. But uh, and some extended songs that I just wanted to skip through. <laughs> but if I were to recommend, if if should I recommend it to you? I don't know. Depends. How how did you feel overall about this movie? Oh, uh, you'll find out later when we get to the "I Love You" three thousand <laughs> award. Uh, but I mean, in, in terms of like the uh, kind of um the, the kind of like uh the last thing that i kind of wanted to mention in terms of uh like my over- overall thoughts on the movie i could see how this can be a definitely a, a guilty pleasure movie because uh you mentioned it earlier i mean it's a good looking cast they're you know it's pretty diverse um i think they for the most part got a, a lot of the um i think they got a lot of the uh ethnicities in there or a lot of them anyway and then didn't see a lot of asians except for that one asian kid uh with the watch oh that's right <laughs> yeah there could have been more asians you know what you're right <laughs> we said they should have represented for us um but i you know what i i just thought um it, it was just like a, a typical high school movie like in terms of it kind of portraying like the different clicks that happen and um and, you know, obviously with attractive people. I mean, it is Disney uh, after all. And I would imagine they had their stable of actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last thing I wanted to ask you before we get into our topics was, did you see the post credit scene? I did only because uh, <laughs> I was just on my phone while the, the credits were rolling. I figured the song was playing. And that's kind of like what I do anyway with um, with movies in general. I do have at least the credits on in the background. And I was like, oh, there's a post-credit scene. <laughs> I forgot about this post-credit scene. <laughs> it was kind of random, but I figured it maybe set up the second one. Eh, obviously, we'll, I'll find out if I ever watch the second one. Yeah, it's still on Disney+. Plus. So, And uh, if the audience wants to know, it's actually when uh, Sharpay actually tries one of Zeke's cookies. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
And he's just like, maybe I'll, I'll bake you a creme brulee. Uh, she's a huge fan of uh, the cookies, for sure. Zeke and his and his baking is always like cracks me up every time for some reason. Does it carry on to the the next couple? At least oh. the baking part. Yeah, Ze- yeah. Zeke and his baking is is still in the sequel. I can confirm that. Interesting. Okay, I didn't mind that spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> it's food related. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first topic I wanted to bring up. Because just watching this movie, I, just as an older person now, uh, there are some cringy moments in this movie. So uh, what were some of your most cringiest moments of the movie that you wanted to point out? Uh, the, I mean, I was trying to tr- figure it out just because there were several um, cringy moments for me. The one that I really wanted to highlight, though, was all of the Sharpay Ryan stuff. I just thought, I just thought every time they were on my screen, it was cringy. It was pretty cringy. I mean, when they were singing, I felt like they, the songs were actually sung pretty well. I, I I think that they were both singing right in real life. Mm. The, the, the the actors, I believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I felt like the songs that they were singing were pretty good. And, they sang it really well. Um, but I don't know. I, at first I, cause I was still kind of half asleep when I was watching it. So I wasn't really paying attention to a lot. Like there were certain, certain details that kind of were overlooked, I should say. And so I was surprised when I found out that they were brother sister, because it didn't seem like it. They could have been like a couple, uh, which is kind of weird, obviously, for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it, it was just this weird dynamic that they would have when they were singing. And even when they were just, I don't know, in a regular scene together, it's just like, oh, my goodness, their brother and sister. I just thought it was weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Um, wait, are are they twins? Uh, I don't Oh shoot! I don't. I didn't actually think about that. I don't know. Okay. I didn't think because I, they were siblings. Yeah, because because I, I was like, wait, why would they be hanging out with each other if the you know, say for example, if there was an age gap, would brother and sister be hanging out with each other that much? Well, so they're the only ones that cringy. So because I had the 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 Evans siblings on my most cringy list, also. Yeah, because I was just like, if I don't know, uh, let us know for sure in the, in the comments if they are twins. Because, dude, that would be totally like I, I mean, I got Jamie and Cersei Lannister vibes uh, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, obviously not to that level because that's kind of sickening <laughs> to think about. But uh, if there was a Disney version of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, did you have anything else you you wanted to point out? Uh, because I have one more. No, that was that was pretty much it. Was just all the sharp A Ryan stuff. <laughs> Too caliente. <laughs> I forgot uh, that. Holy crap, that was so cringy when they're singing in Spanish. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. Ooh, if you want to see 
High School Musical 2, there's a very extended Hawaiian song that they sing. (laughs) I would say like 10 times more cringy than that song. (laughs) That That was pretty cringy. I wanted to skip that real quick. But uh, the one thing I want to point out besides, you know, Sharpay and Ryan was I I guess I'm going to be kind of stepping on uh, our uh, weekly real awards a little bit with favorite quotes because there's this one cringy moment I could not be like bro that was so cringy was when um when Troy and Gabriella are kind of like in Troy's secret hiding place with like the garden there's flowers they're up there having lunch and uh, they're you know they're kind of reminiscing about their their karaoke thing at, at New Year's. And Gabriella is just like, when I was singing with you, I felt like just a girl. And then Troy's like, you even look like one too. <laughs> I'm like, where's this from? Dumb and dumber? <laughs> but just the way- was- <laughs> I'm sorry. But- <laughs> just the way he said it was like, he was so convinced. He was like, you even look like one too. <laughs> That was actually almost my favorite quote. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Because that was so cringy. It's a very memorable one. Oh, man. Wrong reasons. Whew, that was very cringy. There's like this silence after, too. <laughs> That's kind of cringy. She doesn't like really acknowledge it that much. That was yeah, yeah, that was yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> The cringe was real. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, "Stick to the Status Quo" earlier, because I think that's a kind of an underrated song. Kind of gets lost in some of the other songs, because I think the choreography is actually really good in that sequence. Uh, but that sequence, you know, it's lunchtime. Uh, we kind of had a similar question in our Mean Girls episode, but we're gonna high school musical it up a little bit. Uh, which table can do you think you would be most likely in? And did you have any secret hobby or interest that broke the status quo from your group? Um, well, um, I think I mentioned this in our Mean Girls uh, um, podcast, and uh, <laughs> I kind of went back and forth between sitting with people that, you know, maybe are into sports. Yeah, because, you know, I've always been into sports, but I felt like just because I w- never really actually played one, I wasn't really a jock um, in high school. I would probably be sitting with the geeks for sure. Um, and I wouldn't have minded it in East High because Gabriello would have been there. <laughs> so um, anytime you could sit next to Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, I definitely wouldn't have mind that at all. Um uh, to answer the other question about a secret hobby or interest, you know, I was actually trying to think about like all the stuff that I was really into um, back then in in kind of relative to who I was hanging out with uh, in high school. And actually, I couldn't think of anything because really the stuff that I was interested in, uh, in at the time uh, were basically the same interests that my friends had uh, because it was mainly typical guy stuff, especially for me during the 90s when I was in high school. Um, I was just mainly into video games. I mean, like, who wasn't? I, mean, I still kind of mm-hmm. like video games now, even though I don't really play it. Uh, I was into sports. I would always 
just talk about randomly about sports and dude uh you're talking about late 90s and we've mentioned it several times especially last week when we were talking about the apex predator um we were <laughs> we were always talking about pro wrestling because man when i was in high school that was in its heyday uh when the monday night wars were going on and the wwf attitude area uh, attitude era was going on with uh stone cold the rock undertaker triple h um mm-hmm. I felt like it was like the best time to watch pro wrestling. And so it was mainly just that. And really there wasn't any like secret um, things that I was into uh, that broke the status quo. So um, yeah, unfortunately I couldn't think of anything. Dang, no secrets from Ken this week, guys. Couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if, if there was one, I would definitely re- um, reveal it on the podcast. Because I mean, if you're not going to reveal it on the podcast, like where would you reveal it, right? That's true. Uh, on the weekly real podcast, we're open to all ideas and all that stuff. All secrets are laid out here, um, <laughs> dude. For me, I feel like I would, as much as I would want to sit next to Gabriella and Vanessa Hudgens and all that stuff. Uh, she was part of like the the math geeks. And I wasn't that good at math. So I'd probably be with the still be with like nerds slash brainiacs, but I couldn't be like with the math people. I like, I'm not, I'm definitely not that good at math. When she was solving stuff on the board, I was like, I don't remember any of this. (laughs) Yeah, that looked pretty uh, hefty in terms of how long that equation was on the the, decathlon. Yeah, that was, that was a bit nuts. And, uh, but the one hobby or I guess interest that broke the status quo, not only from my group, but basically the whole school, I don't know if there's anyone else, maybe there was, um, at least I'm thinking when I was about a freshman, sophomore, so that this is like 2010, yeah, 2010, I, I was the weird guy that liked K-pop and K-dramas. I can't knew this before. And I would listen to this stuff and watch these shows. And this was, imagine, because nowadays, 2020, 2021, people are like watching these shows just casually. But back in 2010, as a high schooler, no one was watching this, or at least no one admitted to watching this stuff. And Mm -hmm. so when I would admit to this, everyone's like, whoa, you're so weird. (laughs) And so (laughs) what are you talking about? What was like... We should just, you know, go play basketball in the gym or, you know, we should play games on our on our laptops. I'm like, but I want to watch my (laughs) K-drama. So it's like, uh, yeah, I was definitely like an outcast, I guess, in that area. And I could I guess I could kind of relate to Troy and Gabrielle in a way because like there's that initial pushback that you want to hide it. Right. Right. Well, to make it. Uh, to make you feel better, I actually did have friends kind of back in that era. Actually, even even before you were in high school, like late late aughts, I should say, mid to late aughts. Yeah, I knew people that were watching K-drama. Obviously, they were a little older than you, but um, it, it, it was definitely it was definitely there for sure. Uh, not, probably just not necessarily for uh, for you and your school. Yeah, because. Like I said in a previous episode, I guess the Mean Girls episode also. Yeah, my my high school, it's like 150 people. So very small. 
Very. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, so this movie, man, had a lot of songs. I think even the sequel even has many more, but who knows? Maybe we'll talk about that in the future. There are some standouts, but there are some also bad ones uh, in High School Musical. Did you have a favorite song? Yeah, you know what? I actually wanted to... I was thinking about giving the easy answer and say Breaking Free, uh, because obviously that was the huge power ballad that you know the whole movie was kind of building towards you know that whole climax or whatever uh, of uh, of the movie uh but the more i thought about this question trying to figure out like the songs i actually have to kind of like look uh, look through a list or whatever the one that i actually thought of and the one that i'll go with is actually the very first one in the movie it started something new um i just thought um that i wanted to pick something a little bit more upbeat then uh breaking free um and it's actually a pretty good uh pretty good pop song um and i mean more importantly it, it just kicked off the entire high school musical cinematic universe is there such thing <laughs> maybe I've, well at least i know that there's the series that i've never seen that um uh, it almost takes like it's like a f- high school musical is a movie in that universe it's so weird I don't know. I haven't seen it. My friend Jacob is a big fan of it. He was about to be on the show today, but unfortunately he couldn't make it to one of his favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Shout out to Jacob. Personally for me, uh, I did like start of something new. That was a really good one. I almost chose that. Bop to the top. Uh, No. (laughs) Status quo is really good, but I guess if I would have to say a favorite, I I mean, of course, Breaking Free is always good, but I would have to say the one that I think about uh, and the choreography is actually kind of, I guess, memorable is uh, we're all in this together. Like Mm. I said, there's that, 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 that song is linked in my brain with whatever I did back then when I was 10 years old, It, it wasn't traumatizing in a way, but it's like, there's that nostalgia to that song. In a way, I wanted to sing Breaking Free, a solo, but I knew I couldn't do it <laughs> as a as a 10-year-old with a cracking voice. <laughs> hey, your voice was changing already when you were 10? <laughs> Shoot, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I it's, it's a weird time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the reason why I didn't choose that one, just because I, I just had my... I don't know. I just had my weird... Uh, hangups on like kind of plot as it relates to that i think i was just like wait <laughs> what yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like wait ryan and sharp a are like cool and they're like singing <laughs> they're cool they're cool with everyone even though they sabotage everyone and like everyone's just cool now and they're just dancing there i was like wait what <laughs> so i think i was more distracted because of that uh rather than to actually pay attention to the song so i think that's what kind of threw me off with that particular song yeah oh i have to mention get your head in the game what do you what do you think about that song it was, uh, kind of i know you like basketball <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it was cringy but uh, it reminded me of your episode preview last week <laughs> oh, oh man so good. I, I have to say, like the 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 singing, since it wasn't Zac Efron, I think that's where it showed the most. Obviously, it being a mm-hmm. Troy centric song. 
Uh, I, I actually like the choreography in it. It's pretty cool with the, the basketball. But yeah, the song itself was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit uh, over the top. Yeah, I just found that it was kind of like a weird, um, I guess, well, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it kind of contradicted how he was trying to hide his singing from basketball and then he's singing while he's playing basketball. I don't know. It, just, it was weird. Yeah, it's like in this, I feel like in High School Musical too, they do better, uh, I guess, in addressing that everyone kind of knows what they sang about, right? Usually there's that that thing afterwards where they're just like, yeah, they go back to normal world. But in, in High School Musical 1, it's like they're very much separated. Those the These musical numbers are separated from like the rest of the story, it almost seems like. Okay. They're almost like inner monologues. Okay, okay. At least that's why I, how I felt about better, it. Better continuity, eh? Mm-hmm. In in the sequel, they just keep getting better. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I wouldn't know, especially about the third one because I haven't seen it yet. But who will yet. see? Yet that's yet. a big that's a I big why, right? There. You've already finished the first two. You might as well finally watch the third one. I know. After how many years? Uh, but I want to ask our audience since. We watched High School Musical this week. I want to ask, what is your favorite movie musical? Ken, do you actually have a favorite movie musical? Um, You know what? I don't know if this one counts. I mean, I recently watched it, and I actually watched it again on Christmas Day. Um, Hamilton was actually really good. Um, I definitely enjoyed that. But I know that's an actual musical musical. They just happened to film it and um, actually uh, uh, released it on Disney+. Plus. So if I actually had to pick one um, that, you know, off the top of my head, uh, I really did like uh, La La Land. Uh, that came out in 2016, I believe, late 2016 with uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Um, I just, um, I don't know. I, 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 I just like the overall feel of, of that movie. And then the songs are actually really good. I like the songs, too. Man, I still, I still need to watch that movie, La La Land. I haven't seen it yet. Usually musicals aren't my my uh, everyday watching, but I really like um, The Greatest Showman. I guess that's kind of ironic because Zac Efron's in that also. Uh, there's some cringy songs in there too, I feel like, but there's some actually really good songs. So yeah, The Greatest Showman for me. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. He's a regular, uh, um, what do you call that? A musical person because he also was in Les Miserables, also mm-hmm. a musical. Yeah, so let us know, everyone, uh, what your favorite movie musical is. You can uh, tweet us at Weekly Real on Twitter, uh, or if you want to email us. What's our email, Ken? Again, I uh, just wanted to make sure that, Jeremy, that you know it's not at Lycos, or um, what are some of the other ones? Alta Vista. Uh, it's not at Yahoo, but it's weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. Well, yeah, you heard it from Ken. Send us all your feedback to our email or tweet us on Twitter at Weekly Real. Uh, with that, let's take a quick break. Okay, welcome back from the break. Let's jump into our Weekly Real Awards. The first award I want to give out is our Get Help Award for Favorite Comedic Scene. Ken, did you have a favorite comedic scene in 
High School Musical? I did. Um, this one's actually going to be really, 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 really random. Uh, but I'm going to go with the, uh, the the opening scene. Uh, the uh, One of the opening scenes, I should say. Uh, the karaoke scene. I don't know if you remember, uh, but, you know, obviously they're singing that song, right? You know, um, both Troy and Gabriella, they're singing. Um, what was my favorite song again? I, I, I completely uh, something new. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely blanking. Uh, but yeah, they're singing that song. And I don't know if you remember that, like halfway through the song, just randomly, Troy just takes off his jacket and tosses it <laughs> to someone hella random. I was like, damn, this is so random. It's like he really, really wanted to sing that song really well, so well that he had to take off his coat. I just thought it was so random, but I just thought it was hilarious yeah, that, was, that was so random he had like no reason to do it and for some reason he was being like soupy super flirty with gabriella in that scene but then it's like he's not really like that for like the rest of the movie <laughs> so it's, it's a bit weird yeah even the way he like took off his coat he was like he was like oh <laughs> to do yeah. that little weird move or whatever uh podcast audience you're not seeing what i'm doing but yeah uh, jeremy can he knows what i'm talking about and y'all know the scene uh, if you yeah, did it exactly like zach efron <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you jeremy <laughs> but yeah i just thought the randomness of that scene was uh was was just funny to me i just like random stuff mm-hmm. dude for me it was the musical auditions uh oh. the, you know when the random people uh, we're we're auditioning for the the you know the was it winter musical? Yes. No yeah. spring. I forgot. Shoot. No, I think it, it was winter been... because they uh, there was that that throwaway line where it was like oh something about the in the spring or whatever. So I think they were. I think that was during the winter. Okay. Uh. Yeah, but when those auditions were happening, I think the best one though. Whereas that guy that just randomly, uh, Miss Darvis is just like, next. And then the guy just randomly starts dancing. <laughs> like he just starts dancing across the stage. And he's like, oh, he's dancing pretty good. And then he just like crashes off screen, <laughs> off stage. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I, I kind of wanted to mention that too, but uh, I don't know. I just remembered the, the, the coat taking. I actually did have a honorable mention though. It's not really a moment, uh, but just finding out that Sharpay's name was Sharpay just made me laugh. I was like, really? Is that, is that Sharpay? Sharpie? That's not really a moment, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that quickly. Okay. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, though, when watching this Disney uh, Disney Plus version, because you know how they had um, one of the audition people, they, they were kind of like goth-looking kids, where they were doing some weird... Uh, interpretive dance version of this yes. and then you see like the girl like roll over on the floor and then that's when miss darby's is like oh like let's not do let's go on to the next person i think they censored something because oh, in the original version, i remember that the girl she was like wearing you you could basically see her underwear it was very like revealing underwear in the original version, and that's why Miss Darby's like kind of goes crazy, uh, or is a bit like disgusted, and he cuts to the next scene. But in the Disney Plus version, 
you don't get to see any of that. You get to, you just see it roll over, and it's like this added shirt fabric to her oh. her behind. Interesting. <laughs> I wonder if they did uh, censor that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it is Disney, and mm-hmm. yeah. But so it's I, weird that they would they wouldn't have uh, censored that on the TV version <laughs> when it originally came out. That's 2006, man. It was a different time. <laughs> uh, our next award is the Wise Gamora Award. That's from Avengers Infinity War, if no one remembers. Uh, for favorite quote, uh, there were some pretty good quotes in High School Musical. Did you have a favorite? Yeah, I did. Um, mine was actually pretty quick. So uh, it's fairly early on in the movie. It's when uh, Ms. Jarvis was actually handing out a lot of detention. And uh, so Ms. Jarvis was, you know, trying to hand some uh, detention over to to Chad, right? The, that That's um, whatchamacallit's friend? Um, Troy's friend? friend? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's to Chad and she goes, that'll be 15 minutes for you as well, Mr. Danforth. Count them. And then Taylor with the quick one-liner goes... That might be uh, that might be too difficult for Chad since he probably can't count that high. I was like, <laughs> even though they uh, get together, I guess at the end. Yeah, she was negging him. <laughs> uh, for me, man, it's it's a bit of a conversation. It was when the status stick to the status quo happened after that whole uh, sequence happened, and then. Um, Troy walks into the cafeteria and he's like, what's up? And he's talking to Chad and then Chad's like, what's up? Oh, let me see. Um, you missed free period workout yesterday to audition for some heinous musical. And now suddenly people are confessing. Yeah. Zeke, Zeke is baking creme brulee. And then Troy's like, Oh, what's that? Then he pulls, you know, he, uh, Chad pulls in Zeke. And uh, Zeke's like, oh, it's a creamy custard-like filling with a caramelized surface. It's really satisfying. And, like, you can see Troy's, like, actually kind of intrigued. He's like, oh, cool. (laughs) And then uh, Chad's like, Zeke, shut up. (laughs) Or shut up, Zeke. Yeah, yeah, when they were describing that, I was like, ooh, that sounds like you're pretty good right now. (laughs) I'm like, dude, like, like, I don't know, man. That didn't make sense because I know as uh, when I was in high school, I was always hungry as a growing kid. It's like, and creme brulee, that's really good. Definitely top notch for sure. That's it's. I feel it's underrated. Um, speaking of underrated, uh, our next award is the Jensen Award from Iron Man. You remember him, Jensen, uh, for underrated character. So Ken, who would you give the Jensen Award to? <laughs> Initially, when when I saw that you were uh, we were going to give this award out for High School Musical, I was like, "Do I want to be a smartass and say the guy who's credited to being the MC in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. because he was the one that set up <laughs> Troy and Gabriella, and obviously it set up the whole High School Musical cinematic universe." Yes, I'm calling it the cinematic universe, like the MCU. Uh, but you know, what? I'll give a real answer this time. And uh, my answer actually is Kelsey. Um, obviously, she is the musical's um, composer. Um, I thought she did a really good job. I like the songs that she um, she created. 
uh, well, her character anyway. Um, and also, I feel like uh, she was the catalyst in getting Troy and uh, Gabriella to actually go up there and sing their duet in front of people uh, when they were singing the uh, What I've Been Looking For um, reprise. Um, actually, you know what? That's actually one of my favorite songs, too, now that I think That's about it. Um, it's definitely top two or three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like that uh, that version of it. And lastly, the reason why I say Kelsey is because obviously she was the one that ends up overhearing uh, Sharpay and Ryan's plan of you know trying to move the callback times to the uh, the same time as the academic decathlon, even though there's really only one subject. That's another nitpick of mine. Decathlon. I only saw one one thing, so it's a cathlon. I don't know what the. <laughs> I don't know what. Mathalon. Uh, Mathalon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just uh, to get that um, going on and and the basketball game going on at the same time. So, uh, gotta give it to Kelsey. And plus, um, she was kind of underrated as a just a character, just in general. Yeah, definitely Kelsey. Very underrated. But for me, the who stood out, this might be a bit surprising because we kind of uh, mentioned them a little bit earlier. My underrated character is actually Ryan Evans, played by Lucas Gabriel. And I I have to mention this because Lucas Gabriel, I don't know if you're, uh, do you remember? He was on Smallville as Superboy. Did you get that far? I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure he showed up before season nine, (laughs) before season 10, that's for sure. Damn it, I, I, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, uh, if you go back and watch Smallville, uh, Lucas Gabriel plays um, Superboy. Interesting. It's Connor, I believe his name, uh, in Smallville. But yeah, him as Ryan Evans, I know he's uh, like, especially Sharpay is really cringy, but I feel like Ryan, I think he's the more entertaining out of the two. Uh, he just goes, all, I think, all in. He has like this weird goofiness about his character because he's a little bit more innocent as well when he was trying to, especially when he was trying to read the go drama club, he didn't know, even know how to read that. <laughs> and uh, just the thing that stood out to me when he uh, was when they're singing, we're all in this together and he's so into it just off by himself <laughs> doing his own thing. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm dying. Like I was laughing at, at his character the whole time. I think uh, he's pretty underrated. I think at least, uh, comedically yeah i mean plus he had that one weird lime green hat that he was rocking with all that confidence i was like wow it's just that confidence man that's what, that's what dancing is all about right <laughs> no arguments for me uh our next award is the avengers assemble award for favorite scene uh did you have a favorite scene in high school musical Yes. Um, so again, uh, I mean, I mentioned a, a random thing that happened on, I guess, my favorite comedic scene. Uh, my f- favorite scene, the you know, winner of the Avengers Assemble Award is another kind of a random one. It was actually during the detention scene. It's so when um, Coach Bolton obviously is so mad at uh, Darbus, uh, Ms. Darbus in you know, he's looking for both Troy and Chad and like he gets there. He's like, uh, what the heck are you two doing in a tree? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were doing on that tree. Um, I, I don't know. It, it was it was kind of awkward. It was random, and uh, I I just thought it was funny. And again, I love random that. scenes. <laughs> yeah, they were just chilling. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I think Chad was just like sleeping in that tree for some reason. Uh, but for me, my favorite scene would, which is weird. It's kind of like the turning point in the movie, uh, when Chad and Taylor instigate Troy to hurt Gabriella's feelings. I feel like it's like a, it's a bit over the top because just like a few scenes later, they kind of fix it. Um, but then it kind of leads into like Gabriella's like the only solo of the whole movie. And I thought like, I remember as a kid, I was like, Oh, this like, this, that's so messed up, man. Like they're like these friends aren't true friends, but at least they kind of redeem they redeem some they redeem themselves later on. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, the way they did that was so messed up. <laughs> yeah, man, that they were they weren't the greatest of friends in that uh, in that scene. Uh, they're both really selfish. So next, Ken, you better get your head in the game because we're about to play. Guess the Rotten Tomato score. You knew I had to, you knew I had to say that. <laughs> I was holding back the laughter. Um, so this is the end of season one. So I am the season one champ. So one might also say that I bopped to the top in season one. <laughs> <laughs> You're pulling out all the stops, aren't you? <laughs> right here at the very end. <laughs> uh but we're still gonna play. I guess the Ron, guess the Ron Tomato score just for fun. Uh, do you want to guess the Ron Tomato score for High School Musical? Yeah, I mean, uh, I was trying to think of this back in two thousand six. It's a TV movie. It couldn't have gotten a high score. So that being said, I'm guessing forty nine. Forty nine. Okay, I guessed fifty three percent. It's actually pretty so close. a little bit higher. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. High school musical. If we could show up. Come on. Shoot. Show the first one. Also showing high school musical, the series. Whoa. What the heck? <laughs> it's a hundred. <laughs> How'd you know? No. Um, Oh, this that's kind of unfair though. the The total count is nineteen reviews, I guess. Oh, a sixty three percent. Oh, wow! <laughs> I, dude, I thought it was gonna be low. Yes. <laughs> Save here. I was like, oh, so wait, sixty three is uh, considered certified fresh? No. Yeah, dude, I didn't know it was gonna get fresh. I thought it was gonna get like, I I was guessing the fifties, man. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I think initially put. Uh, I was thinking fifty-two. I mean, I still would have lost anyway. Um, but I was like, you know what? I have to. I don't know. I just tried to go on the lower side because it was a TV movie. So yeah, that's a bit surprising, actually. Yeah, it was very popular though. I remember my cousin. Uh, I would go to his house, and he had the the album, the actual CD <laughs> uh, oh, of High School Musical. CD. Compact <laughs> disc. Okay. Yeah. Not even on the iPod or anything, man. It's on a CD. I was jealous. Like, yeah, you got to play that on your portable CD player, man. <laughs> or, do you, uh, or do you remember the uh, the 
uh, CD disc changers where like you just press a button and it'll just like automatically switch to another CD. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Wish we had those, man. Those are high tech. They're very high tech, man. Uh, but yeah, I won this season, man. 18, I guess now with high school musical, that would be 18 to 11. Oh man, that's final score right there. Well, at least for me, silver lining season two, starting fresh, starting fresh, the start of something new. (laughs) So next time, you know, you just gotta be, um, whatever you're looking for or something. <laughs> trying to really trying to squeeze these in at the last second. Uh, I'm trying to break free. All right. I'm trying to be that one that just is, is breaking free. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. All right. That's it, guys. That's uh, that's all the all the <laughs> little jokes that we're gonna make. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Um, the next award I want to give, or our last and final award for the season, is the I Love You Three Thousand Award, where we. We're gonna rate High School Musical from one to three thousand. So, Ken, how would you rate High School Musical? Well, um, actually, I well, I I liked it better than what my Rotten Tomato score was. But ultimately, I ended up rating it a little lower than what the actual rating was. The Rotten Tomatoes Tomato Meter. Um, I am gonna give it a one thousand seven hundred forty nine, which is loosely is 58.3 percent um there were elements that i found entertaining um and i'm not gonna totally trash the movie yeah i mean i, I meant i kind of go into how like the acting isn't very good uh, in spots um i mean the story is a little inconsistent but i mean i just thought it was like a a pretty good time the songs were um actually pretty good i thought uh, the singing was good and so I kind of wanted to focus on positives a little bit. And so, I mean, it may sound like a, a low rating. It might be my lowest rating of the uh, of season one. But that being said, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. And I mean, obviously, I'm enjoying the podcast so far. Um, how did you rate it? For me, man, you know that I actually was expecting going into this movie to rate it kind of low, too. Uh, but it... I guess it is a guilty pleasure of mine for a reason because I gave 2,400 out of 3,000 at 80%. Oh, there you go. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I feel like if I watched it for the first time now, I'd probably be like, what the hell is this? (laughs) It's it's mildly entertaining, but it's like, it just doesn't connect with me. But watching... uh, Watching it when I was like nine or ten years old, and then watching it now, it just brings back a lot of nostalgia. Uh, right. Brings back a, a, like kind of that childhood feelings of being like free, and uh, you know, just all that that freedom of being a kid. I think that comes with that movie, and I think just this movie brings me back to a different time, especially away from you know the whole pandemic. <laughs> but. Yeah. So I would have to give it a pretty high rating. Well, no, I mean, it is a guilty pleasure for a reason, right? You have to have an irrational score to go along with it. Um, And it just makes me look forward to, I guess, the next guilty pleasure movie that we end up watching, whatever that is. (laughs) Oh, man, that's going to be that's going to be interesting for sure. Next season, though. So is there anything that we could possibly 
look forward to this next season or man, it's been a wild ride this season, actually. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, before I get into, um, I guess season two, I definitely did want to mention this. Um, I actually mentioned it before on a, on a previous episode and I'll mention it again. I, I, you know, I'm just so glad that we took such a huge negative, you know, with the pandemic and everything, you know, obviously we've all lived through, um, the pandemic and, and, um, and it's just not optimal, you know, like so many, so many things have gone wrong and so many more things could have gotten even worse, I should say, but I'm glad that, you know, we ended up taking this negative and turning it into a huge positive in starting the weekly real podcast. I mean, starting a podcast has always been a dream of mine and to be able to co-host it with family, with you, Jeremy has been uh, very fulfilling for me. Um, I feel like it's one of those things where like, you know, it, it's always fun just to just kind of chat about, you know, some of our passions and, you know, with movies and everything. And I always enjoy hearing your perspective. We always have fun with it. Uh, it's always entertaining whenever we get together. And I can't believe that we've already gone through an entire season with 21 episodes in, in counting. Uh, it seems like a blur, doesn't it? Yeah, man, because I wouldn't imagine that. Look, I couldn't even imagine 21 episodes. That 21 episodes felt like a, uh, like a lifetime ago. Uh, like at the beginning we had, I didn't expect to have guests or anything. Cause in the beginning it was just when there was me and you, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was another song reference. Uh, but yeah, this season one, I think exploring movies like fight club, Pulp Fiction, um, shoot, there was one that was really my favorite. Um, catch me if you can catch me if you can. And that's on Netflix now, by the way. But um, yeah, catch me if you can. Like seeing all these movies that we kind of like shared with each other. And I, I'm very grateful that you got to share like movies like that with me. I finally got to watch them and just to talk about them and talk with everyone else uh, about these movies is I think it's pretty cool because I've done I guess short form media before, like on YouTube and all that stuff. But it's it's a little less personal, you know. About it's not really a conversation as much as a, a podcast, right? And and you know what, it goes both ways, man. Like, uh, you know, one of the reasons why, actually, though, the whole premise of this whole podcast was so that we can both catch movies that we hadn't seen. And I just thought it was a perfect, um, I guess it was a perfect storm with. Obviously, there wasn't uh, a lot of content that came out this year, new content. And so it gave us the uh, the creative freedom to be able to watch movies that we hadn't seen before that we may have missed. And I know that you, we, you know, we do have very similar interests, but we also have interests that kind of are different. And I'm glad that you shared movies with me like police story with, you know, with Jackie Chan. Um, what are some of the other ones? Uh, Parasite. Sure. Yeah, dread. That was actually uh, really entertaining too. Um, and uh, Nightcrawler. That was like another one that uh, that I completely missed, and uh, I kept hearing you and Jacob talk about it <laughs> whenever we get together. And so um, it's just really refreshing to be able to manufacture new content, even though it's like with uh, content that's technically not new. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just going back and even just revisiting. Uh, some of these movies 
it's a little bit different when you get to talk about it and you know you're going to talk about it. Uh, And it's pretty cool. I'm very excited for what we're going to be watching for season two. Yeah, man. With I mean, I mean, season two. I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, we're just gonna take a a couple months uh, for our hiatus. Um, but you know, for me, I'm looking forward to um, hoping to get more, you know like new content. I mean, we only had two new theatrical or I guess straight to streaming releases. You know, like Wonder Woman 1984. Um, so I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers that we get more than two. Uh, for season two, um, maybe at least four. We'll see. <laughs> we don't want we want to temper the expectations since we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I know that we are aiming to finish our MCU rewatch by getting through all of Marvel's Phase Three. Um, also, we're uh, going to have at least I think one each. Hopefully, a guilty pleasure movie. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to finding out what Jeremy's next guilty pleasure movie is after high school musical. Um, And uh, lastly, I mean, we're going to sprinkle in more classic movies that I haven't seen that Jeremy has and vice versa, you know, stuff that he hasn't seen that I have that I, you know, we definitely want to share with each other. And so um, also, you know, we're all, we're hoping to bring back some of the guests that we, um have had um over you know with season one we've had uh with jacob a couple times uh jackie joined the pod uh our cousin aldrin uh joined the pod and obviously last week uh with your brother um so we're definitely looking forward to hopefully bring um you know some of them back also definitely open to new guests um and so um is there anything else that i'm missing for season two uh, we know that for season two that we're going to curate like this whole huge list for season two and we're going to keep an eye out on like on new movies. And I know for me that I want to share with you maybe an anime, maybe a Korean movie, uh, just maybe even some really brutal movies that I've seen that I'm pretty sure you haven't seen before. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to some of the stuff we'll be discussing next season. Yeah, just here's the new more new content for sure. I, I can't wait. Um, it'll be good to kind of recharge our batteries a little bit. But I know that, you know, we're on to bigger and better things in season two and uh, obviously beyond. So before we end this episode, uh, did you have anything to share, like uh, social media links or anything like that, Ken? Well, I'm hoping to be, um, I guess, you know, just productive with uh, with this hiatus uh, in between season one and two. Definitely want to uh, see if I could cook up some new projects going on. Um, and so please uh, keep in touch through my social media. I'm uh, active on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at FreeKenA and uh, the spelling will be in the episode notes. All right. For me, uh, I would probably say if you want to follow me, I'm not very active actually on Instagram or Twitter. So I would say go follow me or subscribe to me on uh, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) It's like what? (laughs) On MySpace? (laughs) On MySpace. Go on uh, AOL. Just I am me there. But uh, yeah, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Jeremy Pullen Barrett. Uh, I haven't been uploading there as as much because I feel like I'm. I'm working on some other stuff too, uh, some other YouTube stuff. So be on the lookout for that. Ooh, yeah. You know what? Uh, 
if I notice anything, I'll definitely tweet about it. I'll spread the love. I'll, I'll you know, maybe throw in an Instagram story or two. Um, just redirecting y'all to Jeremy's YouTube channel. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Well, uh, it's been a hell of a season. Uh, all the stuff and way to, way to end it with high school musical, man. Such a, such an interesting movie to end it with. Hey man, guilty pleasures are guilty pleasures. And, uh, I actually had fun, um, talking about, uh, high school musical because it's definitely something that I wouldn't have, you know, obviously tried to watch on my own. So again, just expanding my horizons. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We had a blast this season. I had a blast talking about High School Musical today. Uh, uh, If you want to listen to more of our episodes, there's 20 other episodes that we've that we've made a whole bunch of them. Like I mentioned, um, like Ken mentioned, Nightcrawler, Pulp Fiction, Catch Me If You Can. So there's a whole list of movies that you can listen to us talk about them. But if you've already listened to all those episodes, thank you for joining us on that journey and we'll be back in uh i guess a couple months so make sure you follow us click that little thing uh to subscribe or whatever podcast platform you're on to get notified when we'll be back but it won't be too long so until then uh we'll see you next season on the reel